Welcome into the 126. We are back for season three. It's an exciting episode. We have Campbell and Jung here today. It's not a law firm, it's your principals from North Forney High School and Forney High School. Let's get into it. Like I said, we're back. This is season three. Coach Weaver, Coach O, how's it going? Oh man, I'm so excited to be back. Yeah. It's been a long time. It is exciting to be back. We uh, finished up a really cool summer series. I would uh, encourage everybody to go out and listen to that at some point. It's one of those things that's archived forever. And we had some neat people mm -hmm. come in um, and share some some uh, really outstanding experiences with us. And, and we had some funny stories on there too. It wasn't sure just yeah. like, Hey, this is what being a professional athlete is, which we got we got a lot of that and a lot of good information, but we also heard some really interesting stories like um, how players would go hunting on the <laughs> practice fields in <laughs> yeah. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. yeah, entertaining, but also we got some good advice, we got good perspective. And you know, what struck me about the summer series is all four and and our bonus episode too. Uh, they're great people, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, th those are folks that came out of our programs, out of our two uh, great high schools, um, girls and boys, went on to become women and men. They were successful in their sport, mm -hmm. but what was cool to hear is they're they're just really good folks. They they have had great success professionally in sports, but um, they've had great success with their families, with their relationships, with their. They were all like. Uh, financially responsible mm -hmm. and um, you know they they learned great lessons at the high school that well that man, was a disappointment for me yeah they were the financial yeah. aspect boring interviews yeah they're I mean, all way too responsible you get a big check go get something big i mean they yeah. were very conservative in their spending they were well here's the deal though right we they're they're learning great things at forney high and at, at north forney high school um we got two really special guests on today. As Addison hinted, we've got our high school principals, mm -hmm. and and these guys set the tone for a lot of that, um, for how the school operates. And uh, they're they're people that we work very closely with mm -hmm. in athletics, obviously, because it's such a busy part. You know, after after that bell rings and kids leave, a lot of times there's just so much other stuff going on all over the place at the high school campus. That's kind of the life of the secondary administrator. We'll get into all that, but um, this will be fun mm -hmm. because. Um, I really think part of the reason that we've got such great kids here, and we do have great kids here, we can get into that too. We got great leaders in this district, and, mm -hmm. and these are certainly two of them. So before we get into all that, we're going to go to the weave. All right, this is the weave, mm -hmm. the first one of season three. Better um, be a good one. Well, you know, I think it's good, and I think it's apropos uh, because the, both of these gentlemen strike me in, in this way, and this is something we talk to our coaches about at coaches' training. Um, this came up, really, with, uh, you know, Coach Jackson's coach's mastermind. <laughs> Bring that up and plug him again. But when he started it, I was a, a guest on his coach's mastermind, and, and they asked me to um, talk about things that, ath that athletic directors want every coach to know, right? And, and this really was the first one on my list, and it is – if you can't be great, be grateful. And we talked to our coaches about that in summer training. And here's what I mean by that. And I, I think that's an important thing for all of us to remember. But greatness, right, G-R-E-A-T, greatness, is usually circumstantial. Um, it's, it's purely relative, you know. Uh, 
it's it's usually fleeting. Usually, sometimes um, you know somebody puts has that perception or puts that label on you of being great. That's placed by other people, and um, usually it's a quality or a label that by the time somebody places it, it's 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 already potentially changing or uh, going away, or somebody else even greater is coming along. So that's like an it's an opinion based um, label. Gratefulness, G R A T E, right? Gratefulness doesn't get as much attention as being great, G R E A T, but it's really more important, I think, especially for us professionally and in the coaching realm, especially in the long term. Gratefulness is not relative. It doesn't require somebody to be the fastest or the tallest or have the best test score or live in a particular neighborhood or particular place. Great, but grateful people make outstanding great teammates Mm -hmm. they usually make outstanding coaches they make good administrators you know they um they make great employees they make great neighbors grateful people smile all the time we talk we literally that's a i know it's crazy this topic you talk to coaches about in coaches training but like people want to be around kids not not just kids but your colleagues your your other staff want to be around you if you're a servant and if, if you smile a lot, you know, if you're just happy to be there, that that positivity is reflected and is picked up by other people. And I'll say this, I, you know, I'm a former English teacher, so I got to throw the, a little bit of etymology in there. Mm-hmm. But great, G R E A T, has a Germanic origin, which is gross. G R O S S, gross, right? That's where great comes from, which means big or thick or coarse, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And it's really the 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 origin of the word. Grateful has a Latin root, by contrast, grat, gratis meaning pleasing or thankful. So um, I think it's a neat way to start this season. Teams aren't always going to be great. Coaches aren't always going to be great. By the time coach starts to think he's great or somebody says the coach is great, somebody else is already has a different opinion. Somebody's not getting to play. You know, they don't think that coach is all that great. Um, anybody can be grateful. So I'm grateful, Addison, that we have here on the 126 a, a couple of gentlemen that I think live that way. Um, they weren't in my coach's training, but, you know, I definitely can use them as an example of that. Um, we got a lot of grateful people around here, people that smile, people that are happy to be in this profession and and definitely happy to be in athletics. So I um, want to thank you guys for joining us today. That's the weave. Mm-hmm. If you can't be great, you're not ever always going to be. Always be grateful. There you go. Okay. All right. So I will before we throw it over to you, Coach O, we are going to, I guess, formally introduce our guest today. So thank you both for coming on. We, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. Um, so now you know what time it is. Well, hey, it's so happy to be back. It's a yeah. good day. Uh, so today for the subject spotlight, we're talking brands. And I'm not referring to jackrabbits or falcons. I'm referring to jeans. No, now you know every good teacher loves a jean day, so we want to know what's your favorite brand of jeans. Um, I'll start <laughs> us off. Um, not much of a jean wearer. I think on jeans days, I think my staff and my students see me in a suit. So uh, <laughs> just get a denim one. <laughs> get a, a gr- denim suit. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. I, I, I don't think I've ever rocked a <laughs> denim suit. I, I know. Coach Lester's trying to get me some boots, maybe to go with that denim I want to see that picture. I don't think anyone wants to. Of you and some cowboy boots. Hey, there's just some more fodder for another ozone. 
I mean, really. We do have Lester coming on next week, by the oh. way. And no, it'll take the whole podcast if, if you and Lester start talking about boots. Well, you probably well right. shout out to Lester if he can get uh, Mr. Jung to wear some cowboy boots. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, he might, but we'll see. <laughs> For me, um, I just have really one pair of jeans, and I think they're from Banana Republic. And they were probably on sale and under $50. <laughs> and so to me, that makes a good pair of jeans. It's got to be dark, not too faded, no tears in line with Forney IC policy. Oh. Um, so I would say just a good pair of dark jeans, no tears, and on sale. Wow. That's right. a good Hey, you got a very specific answer. I know, right? Young. There's That's another good. conservative spender. It is, I know, frugal. Gotta be under 50 bucks. Well, I, I always visit the outlet stores too, so I gotta stay frugal. <laughs> yeah. uh, but my go-to brand is uh, Eddie Bauer. I really okay. appreciate that mm-hmm. clothing. It's real comfortable. Uh, I like to spend a lot of time outdoors. So. Yeah. But I'm, I'm right there with Mr. Jung. Uh, jeans are not necessarily my go-to. Uh, if I really want to get comfortable, we got to short it up. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. Do, does your, jean shorts. We'll just, you know, we can get jeans in there somehow. I've often <laughs> wondered that because jeans, de- jeans, de- jeans is a big deal around. I mean, we know that. Teachers love jeans days. But maybe great when – it's just hard for me if it's in August. Yeah. Like jeans, jeans are hotter than khakis to me, you know. So much yeah. about the heat and, and you're outside honest, running around. I think sometimes they're hotter than dress pants, really. Yeah, yeah. And That's so true. it's it's thick, it's heavy. Um, anyone here rock jorts? I I haven't <coughs> no. uh, air jorts in a while. You know, I mean, it probably I did before Addison was born. Maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's never he's never experienced yeah. it when it. I guess maybe is it in style again, Mr. John? You know. I, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't think I've ever rocked jorts. Um, they're not my thing, but um, I know some people are pretty passionate about their jorts. You have an opinion yeah. on that, Coach O? No, I don't. I okay. don't have. A, I don't even have an opinion on. Well, yes, kind of. I I do have some conservative, spent jeans, but then I also have my ones that are my favorite. Mm-hmm. Don't judge me. I mean, I will go to uh, Belk. And Let me guess, Rocky Mountains. Belk. <laughs> No, I'll go to Belk and they have this brand, True Craft. I mean, I like my last pair was like fifteen ninety nine. I have a couple shirts. Yeah, uh, good deal there. I, I like them, yeah. but my favorites are Rock Revival. They're a little bit pricey. Okay, but you know, I'm, you know I'm how us girls I'm, are. We got We have to find is. the jeans that fit us the right way, and they just fit me the right way. Yeah. So, Cold did you did, jeans? I'm. Uh, you know, I, don't, I only got a response out of you with that. You Rocky own, oh yeah, comment. you do own some jeans. I definitely do on some yeah. jeans, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm. I got it. Honestly, I'm not really a brand guy. I really am a comfort. I'm going to go back to. Uh, I don't even honestly. I don't even know what brand they are. But my wife got me some jeans that are really lightweight. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to go with Mr. Jung there. Wait, uh, wait, is that spandex? <laughs> <laughs> you got some jeggings? No, it's yeah. not. You heavy. better clean that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not heavy denim. I don't know. I, this this is sad, but I can't, I can't really give you a brand. Yeah. Uh, I just like jeans that are light and comfortable. I don't like the jean. You know, you you know, you put on a pair of jeans that's heavy and just feels really thick. I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather wear khakis all day long. Uh, I definitely would rather wear shorts. Um, but uh, I will wear jeans on jeans day, but they yeah. got to be light. Because we're probably going to a football game. We're probably at City Bank Stadium. It's still hot by the time we get there. So. In your entire life, have you ever owned a pair of white jeans? 
I actually own a pair of white jeans now. Right I, now, I do. You yeah. have a pair of white jeans. Yeah, and they're very comfortable. They're cool. I bought. I got them. I wore. Didn't them you the, wear? Yeah, didn't you I have did. those on that? Yeah, we yeah. Dr- we did a dress up deal here at Admin, and we were the uh, Three's company. That's worse than some cargo jorts. I'm going to be honest with you. I wore those white jeans for because we dr- dressed up as Jack Tripper. Mm-hmm. I've worn them. <laughs> more than any other jeans I own since then because they're very yeah. cool and light and comfortable. All right. What Adam, about you, Addison? Um, I have two pairs of jeans that are Carhartt that I really like. Oh, yeah? I bought a pair of them. I moved, thought I lost them, bought another pair that exactly the same, then I found the original ones. So that's kind of actually nice that I have two pairs of jeans. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I'm not super specific. When I buy stuff, I really like to... One, I'm not going to spend crazy amounts. You, I can't spend the money that you spend on jeans, apparently. Well, and you're not a woman. Um, so. I, am, I am not. Um, and I do like to buy cl- products that are made right here in the U.S. of A. So Carhartt right. still makes some stuff here in America, so I like to buy from them. But, yeah, I'm not super specific on my jeans. But Carhartt makes good pants. I have some work pants for theirs, too, and they don't. You know, you can bend down and run around and run and stuff, and it's, they're not going to rip. I had some other yeah. stuff. Well, I mean, quality is good. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I will say the best pair of jeans I've ever, and you, you said it, it was the Rocky Mountains. Back when I was in high school, you know, they called me Cowgirl Kim. <laughs> but um, I had every color of Rocky Mountains. Yeah. Does anybody, do y'all remember Rocky Mountains? Really? No. no. Oh. No, it was, nobody it, knows. See, nobody accepts It was the jeans the that, for, you know, for girls that don't have pockets on the back. Yeah. Oh. Kind of flare out. Yeah. Get them in it hot was a pink, big deal. Turquoise. In, uh, it was a big deal. I won't give it the year, but it's a big deal. Yeah, and you then. wore them with Roper <laughs> cowboy boots. Yeah, Justin Ropers. I need some. Co- I need some like these aren't country jeans. Hey, I have no the, jeans of color. these aren't country kids. They're Coach not. Old. They're not country culture. No, <laughs> I can see. I it mean, right Mr. Now. John gets his jeans at Banana Republic. Come on, this, <laughs> this, is, this is a you know an urban gentleman we're talking to. Here. Okay, well, now that we have done that, we're going to move on to kind of the beef of our episode, which is our, our interview um, with, with you two. So we do have a question real quick, which is, um, we'll start on the south side for this question. What is one thing your students would be surprised to learn about you? I think the biggest thing that surprised most students is that I actually failed out of college twice. Really? Uh, so that, that always shocks them quite a bit. They go, wait, wait, you're in, you're in charge, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but still, you know, failure can teach you quite a bit. That's mm-hmm. what I try and teach our students is no matter what happens, you always got to pick yourself up, dust off, get back to it. Don't, yeah. ever, don't ever quit. Very good. I was surprised to hear that. That's a good answer. That is. That is a great answer. Mine? Um, I was able to dunk a volleyball when I was coaching in Austin. And okay. so I mean that's impressive. Uh, yeah. I yeah. could get I I could get up there. I don't know where I'm at right now. Um, but I could get up there and so that would shock some of my kids. Yeah. I bet it would. Yeah. That but, always gets you some respect with kids. If you can dunk something, yeah. you can anything you can dunk. Yeah. I mean if yeah. you can even get close. Yeah. You're cool. uh, no. The failed dunk is just that's why I don't try anymore. If, if Mr. Jung would go and just grab the rim and yeah. miss. No, if he could grab the rim, yeah. if he could pop that rim down. Yeah. yeah. That started pep rally. Yeah, I don't know if I can still grab the rim, but I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll try and I'll, I'll share it out. Hey, we yeah. were doing a Facebook Live with Dr. Terry one time. I don't know. For some reason, they had us throwing around a football. That's right. And uh, I had to. I was next up from Mr. Jung. And, I mean, he, you know, my hands were stinging when he zipped that thing in. Mm-hmm. He could put, I mean, he threw a rope. I was impressed. So he's got a little, you know, you know, a little uh, competitiveness yeah. in him. No, I'm pretty competitive. Uh, I would say growing up, 
went to church, two things I packed, Bible and my football. There you and go. So that's what we would do, um, kind of in between uh, Bible study and service. And and so I'm used to having a football with me or playing pickup somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun, but I'm not very active. You can ask my wife. <laughs> well, on that note, let's just keep going. My next one was just to kind of ask you all about your your background. So tell us a little about your background, where you where you come from. Yeah, so I uh, grew up in Carrollton Farmers Branch. Um, Graduated from Newman Smith, and then started my teaching career in Carrollton Farmers Branch at Ted Polk Middle School, which is the middle school I grew up going to. And then shortly after that, moved down to Austin. Um, I was continuing to teach math and coaching football, basketball, track at the middle school. Uh, went to grad school at UT Austin, and then became an assistant principal, and then um, moved up to Forney to be the associate principal uh, at North Forney High School, and then. Was promoted after a year and so Carrollton Farmers Branch, Austin ISD, Forney ISD. So just math teaching background, coaching background. And, uh, and your favorite uh, culture, ISD of all. I told you he's a, a urban gentleman. He's got, oh yeah. Got, you know you got that culture in his background. Yeah. So that's why you're wearing those Banana Republic jeans. You know you got to be stylish. You know I, I don't know if Banana Republic is hipster <laughs> enough for our Probably Austinite, isn't. Austinite folks but a favorite ISD, Forney ISD. There you go. Um, every district has something unique to offer, but I would say Forney ISD is really a true family environment. I would say there are some genuine people here, and that's immediately what I noticed. But um, met some great people kind of on the road uh, on this journey to the principalship, and a lot of people to be you know grateful for along that path. But um, I've enjoyed teaching um, and, and leading is is a passion of mine didn't know that um, early on but i had some leaders along the way who encouraged me to go and pursue leadership and so here i am was it hard for you to move from teaching to being a principal i remember my first day as an ap uh, you know brandy hosick was principal here at north 40 for a little bit I, I remember asking her hey what do i do on the on, on the first day of school because i'm used to being in a classroom and getting set up to meet kids and now i got a walkie <laughs> I don't I don't have a first period. It's kind of the school is my first period, second period and on. And so um, it's been a natural transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, leadership has kind of found me and, and I love it. But uh, everyone misses the classroom. Everyone misses coaching uh, when when you get out of it. But um, I'm passionate about what I do. Yeah. And so it's been fun. That's good to hear. I think that the best. Um I mean, specific. We talk about all sorts of leadership things, but I think the best um, principals are people that that do miss the classroom and enjoyed being in the classroom. And it was kind of a natural progression rather than, oh, I got to get out of this classroom and get some else. Because I think that you know, in education, it's important that every level really cares about the kids. You know, they're not doing it to change their role; they're doing it because you know that may be what the school needs from them, or or it's just like you said, kind of a natural thing for you. Um, so let's move over here. Tell us a little about your background. Yeah, so I uh, graduated high school from uh, Alto, Texas. All right. That's where that's at, the Yellow Jackets down there. Uh, Well, 90-something, I'll kind of throw that out there when I graduated. So uh, (laughs) I do have to apologize to a few teachers, so sorry. Uh, (laughs) We appreciate y'all's tenacity to get me across the goal line. Uh, And then, you know, went off to uh, SFA. And I really have to appreciate my grandmother. Uh, I think she knew and understood me because at the time she told me, you'll never make it. Why are you going to college? 
And but she knew that I needed that type of motivation. She she knew that she needed I needed to be told you can't do it in order for me to do it. Uh, so I definitely got to appreciate her from that. Uh, so yeah, she was pretty harsh. Uh, and of course, it wasn't fun the first time I fell out of college <laughs> and I had to see her. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was entertaining. But. I kept going back. As uh, soon as I graduated from college, I, uh, I didn't go straight into teaching. Uh, that wasn't necessarily my path. I went into manufacturing. I, I did some work down in Houston for the oil patch and the chemical plants, made pipe fittings. Uh, and that was definitely rewarding. I appreciated uh, that type of atmosphere. Uh, but my wife was an elementary school teacher at the time down in Cimarron uh, Elementary down in Galena Park. Uh, high economically disadvantaged campus that she was on and she came home third year of marriage and of course you know we always do what our you know our wives tell us what to do well that's right happy wife happy life yeah that's right and after 23 years of marriage I still do that so uh, smart man yeah so she uh, she came home and said hey you're gonna come up and teach sociology to fourth graders through junior achievement and so I was like yes ma'am no problem so she gave me the binder went in taught the class for an hour a week and uh, by the third time, I was just so much looking forward to it. You know, I'd, I'd go in there in the full suit and, and you know, just show up and represent. And, and the kids would just crowd around me and really engaging. And by the time my, my last day there, the principal came up to me because she'd come in a couple of times. And said, you know, you, you really ought to go be a teacher. Uh, so got alternative cert uh, halfway through that. One of the uh, high schools called me up and said, hey, come teach. And hadn't looked back since. It's been a rewarding journey. Spent about five years in the classroom and then uh, became an assistant principal at a large 6A campus down in Houston at Tatsuita High School. We had about 3,200 kids on that campus, so it was massive. Uh, fast growth, a lot of the same things that we're seeing here in Forney, we saw down uh, in, the, in the 2000s with, with Humble. So I can definitely appreciate that growth and uh, kind of seen that, that type of uh, just dynamic. I mean, we opened up that campus and we were already at capacity. Uh, so that's that's interesting to, to go through it. But then I uh, had to jump back into East Texas. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I took my first head principal's job at White House High School. That's just south of Tyler. Uh, my claim to fame, uh, I got there and Patrick Mahomes was a senior. Right. Uh, so I got to visit with him some. He even came back and watched his younger brother play basketball some. And I tell you what, that, that guy, he is just a dynamic young man. Uh, really appreciate him. He, he would spend just a couple of hours just standing around taking pictures with kids while he was there. That that first year in the NFL when he wasn't still playing yet, he was come, he'd come down quite a bit. Yeah. Just spend time with the kids. Just never never had an off switch. Never got frustrated or upset, you know, the thousandth camera flash that was going off mm-hmm. on him. Uh, just a great kid, high caliber. I can't appreciate him enough. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I, my wife was uh, definitely wanted to get back to the big city. That's where she grew up. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wasn't feeling the East Texas vibe. Uh, so she came home one day and said, hey, Forney High School's open. You better go get it. Uh, I want to get back to the Metroplex and, mm-hmm. and get back somewhere big. So went after it. And, uh, and, and actually, Hosek and I were both uh, interviewing about the same time. I saw her during the interview process. That was uh, quite quite fun. I went through about six hours worth of interviews. Yeah, but I believe I was on that panel uh, interviewing uh, both you guys. And I'll tell you, uh, I have to throw this in, you know, Forney is the gateway community, right? So we got we, we do have one foot in East Texas, one foot in the Metroplex. So it's, mm-hmm. a, good, it's a good place to be no, no. if you kind of get both. You know, you get the, you get the country perspective, like uh, the lady down here with the Rocky Mountain jeans. Mm-hmm. And then you got the... Cowgirl <laughs> Kim. Yeah, that's right. So, and then you get the... Uh, Banana Republic jeans. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Did they make that in the boot cut? 
Yeah. You know, I'm, right now, I, I think probably. it's like Slim. I think <laughs> yeah. that's what's in. Slim is in. Just yeah, uh, in, the, in the boots. That'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, we don't. Well, you don't want Slim with those boots. <laughs> nothing in my closet. I know nothing swim about on Slim it. and boots. Sorry. You're going to have to get boot cut. Boot cut. Unless um, you're going to walk around with those Banana <laughs> Republics inside the boots. Yeah, you can't have that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that'll fly in for That's me. Pro- uh, I keep telling Luster, no one wants to see me in, in boots. I bet they I think do. they do. Yeah, no, I bet they, they do. Don't. I will say, I, I went a long time without having boots, and I really like my boots. Of course, um, you, of course you do, Addison. They're, they're, I, I fought it for a long time, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a pair of boots. I was on vacation. They were on sale. I bought them, and I don't wear them a ton, but when I do wear them, it's cool. It's a different, it's a different, um, yeah. whole different world when you're wearing boots. Um, I guess so. We'll have but, boots episode sometime. Yeah, I guess like, both of these guys mentioned something that I wanted to point out. Uh, Mr. Jung talked about, you know, that um, leadership found him, you know, and l- listened to Dr. Campbell talk about his path, you know, through good, not, not really initially getting into education or intending to be in education and then, you know, coming around full circle to where you are now. It's funny how um, that happens a lot. It's, I think it's a very different, and I, I will say I'm kind of in that category too, you know, and didn't seek this necessarily career path's not really where I started out but a lot of times if if you don't if you don't either find what you love right off the bat or 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 get into what you love from the get-go a lot of times it's going to come back around and find you if you're open to it you know and if if you um, live in a moment where we are we talked about that with our guys this summer you know being in the moment Mm -hmm. doing the best you can and then those opportunities come around and you do the best you can with them Uh, it's a very different than a lot of times we'll talk to coaches on this podcast and Almost yeah. to a man or to a woman, you know, when like when they got through playing and um, they got out or whatever, went through college, and they, they had this drive to be a coach. You know, what did you want? No. Addison will ask this question. If you weren't a coach, what would you be? And we very often get like this awkward silence. You More know? often than not, they don't have an answer. Yeah, um, that's just, that's which just is, what they do. But, but there are a lot of teachers that did other things. Um, there's one right next door to this room. I'm an example of it. I wasn't planning on teaching or anything like that. So um, that is interesting. I love how, Dr. Campbell, you were able to prove your grandmother right and wrong, um, <laughs> which, is, which is a rare thing. That's pretty cool. And he got a doctorate. So he flunked out twice. Yeah. And then got a doctor. So t- talk to us a little bit about that. What? Why did you flunk out? What changed the, the third try, I guess? Well, it, it was during my bachelor's degree both times. And uh, it's funny when you don't go to class, you don't <laughs> study, and you don't even take some of the tests, you can't really expect to do too I would well. say that would do right. it. Uh, and so that was the first time around. Right. Uh, the second time around, I got in there and tried, and I figured out real, real quick, I had not been taught how to study, how to learn, mm. how to really help pursue my own education. Uh, high school was easy in Alto, I hate mm-hmm. to say it, but uh, you know, those poor teachers down there with, with only 200 kids in the entire high school, they're, they're split in so many different preps, it's hard for them to create creative lessons, mm-hmm. especially back in that age also, there was not the technology advancement. You know, I couldn't pull up my phone and just Google something. We didn't mm-hmm. even have cell phones back then. Uh, so I think that's a big piece of it is, is I figured out how to learn. And SFA had a really good uh, option for tutoring. It was called the ARC. And I, and I definitely appreciate that as, a, as mm-hmm. a Christian man to know that, you know, even colleges can embrace the, the, the Christian, uh, you know, background and, yeah. and edict. But, um, so the ARC, uh, you go in there and, and you find a tutor that helps you. And, and I guess that's a big piece of it is, is I swallowed my pride. Yep. Because you know, the first time I fell out, I was I was prideful and I was like, oh, 
you know, I got to go back. It's just my pride that I got to worry about. The second time around, I figured out it was my grit that was going to get me mm -hmm. through and figure out how to really enhance my, my knowledge and my education. And, and just just that switch and, and realize that pride is can definitely be impactful, but it can be hurtful in the wrong case. Uh, so make sure you always have a little bit of pride, but uh, a yeah. good, healthy dose mm -hmm. of grit will get you a long way. That's an athletics thing too, you yeah. know, because you, a kid coming into athletics, coach coming into, as a young coach, we've, we're embarking on a uh, new project this year, our assistant coaches academy. And um, a lot of times I think we have, you know, access to information or access to uh, whatever. You can Google something, you know, and get an answer. That doesn't make you a great teacher. Doesn't make you a great principal. Doesn't make right. you a great coach. It doesn't, certainly doesn't make you a great athlete. There's a lot of other that grit and that did, willingness to go in there and put the time in and do what's necessary. Mm -hmm. Go find help and <laughs> recognize when you need it. You know, you put the pride aside long enough to do that. Those are those are really important. Um, that's I was interested to hear because I had I'll give a shout out to somebody that's over at North Eric Segovis used to coach or used to teach the synergy class which was right next door to mine and. One day I was having a discussion with one of my students about college, and he didn't know if he wanted to go to college, and he said, I just don't know if I could pass it. And I said, that's not that's not part of the discussion. Do you want to go to college or not? And Segovis was just walking by, and I just said, hey, Segovis, what percentage of people that really want to graduate from college graduate from college? And he said, 100. And, and he wasn't even part of the conversation, but he knew that it, more than anything it was an effort thing, and that's what you decided, hey, I want to do this more than I want to you know, keep that pride or whatever. So I was just interested to hear that because I always love to hear, um, you know, failure to success stories for sure. Um, how long have, have each of y'all been with, with your respective campuses? I think we're actually both going on four years. Oh, okay. Nice, nice. Four years. Um, and what is, we talked a little bit about your background with sports. What's your background with sports, Dark Camel? Uh, let's say I played uh, club soccer growing up until mm -hmm. ninth grade, but Alto didn't have a soccer team. Uh, it was too small. Uh, so I switched over. I played football, played tennis, uh, marched in the band, so played trumpet. Uh, so that was uh, fun. Mm -hmm. I was a lineman in football. And then uh, tennis, we did both singles and doubles, just depending mm -hmm. upon what was going on, what tournament. Uh, so definitely definitely enjoyed that. But I also spent a lot of time out in the woods. Uh, I enjoyed hunting and fishing, mm -hmm. doing that sort of thing. Uh, so I spent a lot of time out there with my dad. That is interesting uh, connection. We heard we hear a lot as mm -hmm. well um, when we get into coaches. Again, you know, obviously we talk to coaches every week on his athletics podcast, but um, we hear a lot of hobbies that involve getting outdoors and doing mm -hmm. things. I, th I think that just being active, and I, you know, I'm a y'all know I'm biased about this, but I, I think kids have to be active. I think they mm -hmm. they need they have a, a you know. I think human beings have a need to be active, and that sets you up for success because you got you need to stay active. You've got to be curious, and you've got to be um, involved in a lot of things. You know, you're you're in athletics, you're in fine arts, you're getting out there and you're trying things and um, being a part of what's going on around mm -hmm. you. That's a pretty big part. I mean, like you guys probably have a high a high school, particularly a five A high school campus, going on six A. You know, we're you know getting ready to grow as fast as we can. Um, so much goes on on that campus. You know, you've got to, you gentlemen see a lot of different kinds of activity. It's almost like a, mm -hmm. it's really 365 days a year, you know. Absolutely. Your, your job is to some extent. There's always. It's like running a small city. It is, that's yeah. That's what I equate it to. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a great metaphor, yeah. That's a good way to, to put that. 
Um, so y'all are both Texas guys, but do y'all have, um, what are your favorite teams, favorite athletes? I always like to, to hear people's perspective on this. Well, just being from Dallas, mm -hmm. I would say uh, the Cowboys and then the Mavericks. A pretty diehard Cowboys and Mavericks fan. I would say I love college football season. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a hype about just your school and your team. Um, and you so, got your graduate degree from UT Austin, is that correct? Yeah. So but, how do you feel about, about Texas and the whole SEC Big 12 thing? <laughs> you know, what, what's interesting is, uh, so my college journey started at Oklahoma. Oh, okay. At OU. And so uh, I've, I've been at both campuses. Yeah. So it's a weird, uh, it's a weird thing. Uh, I do root Sooners when it comes okay. to college football. And so I'm watching just about. I see. We want to live. I mean, we don't like them. I know, I know you're. We, I mean, that's fine. Oh, you, UT. We don't like them. Uh, well, they are the flagship of the Big Twelve right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're ready to get y'all gone. Okay. Get on out. Okay. How do I feel about that? Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It's probably pretty money driven. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, competition in the SEC is about, about to ramp up. Um, I'm thinking my alma mater, North Texas, has a shot at getting in the Big 12 now. Um, <laughs> so, so that could be good for, for my school, I guess. Yeah. Um, but so favorite teams, athletes? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, of course, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, yeah. uh, just knowing him, uh, definitely got to go with Kansas City Chiefs. But uh, I really grew up watching Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed watching him play for the Colts. Uh, that was that was some great Sunday football. Good Always pick. enjoyed that. Uh, of course, Green Bay with uh, Brett Favre. That was a classic mm -hmm. matchup there with uh, with uh, you know, him throwing that ball and. You know, just always appreciated his grit. I remember that big game he had where I think he threw six touchdowns after his father passed away. Yep. I just I love seeing that that success and that humbleness that still comes, mm -hmm. uh, and just that appreciation. Um, as far as college, though, uh, you know, definitely uh, U of H, go Cougs. Uh, mm -hmm. That's where one of the degrees is from. And then, of course, uh, with Mahomes there at Tech, and my daughter is a senior at Tech. Uh, There's the best school right, right there. Got to go with guns up there. Get into coaching. Wreck them. Yeah. Territory, yeah. Uh, so That's definitely appreciate it. But uh, you know, being from Texas, though, too, uh, I, I did survive the Texans while I was in Houston. And, <laughs> wow, the Derek Carr days were really rough. Yeah. <laughs> or it was David Carr? Was yeah, David yeah, Carr. David Derek, Carr. Yeah, David Carr. Wow, that was that was some rough years. Wait, Addison wow. and I were talking about missing the Oilers the other day. Yeah, I know. I kind of wish that the Texans they don't have much of an identity as their as the Texans. There's not been a whole lot of success. So I'm like, they just need to just go back to the baby blue and red and just yeah. call themselves Love you the blue. Oilers. I, I miss that old Derek. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was cool. It was so cool. It was a lot cooler than yeah. the the tech. I don't know. It's just kind of a bland name yeah. to me. The Oilers is cool. It's it different. Is. You bet. Um, so this will be a little bit more of a freewheeling discussion, but we want to hear y'all's perspective on this because, again, this is a sports podcast. We want to hear y'all's perspective on kind of what role you think sports plays in education as a whole, I guess. You see it on your campus. Um, but but how does it, how do you think it impacts your students beyond the field? I, I think uh, it's it's a huge component. Uh, that's one reason why some of our kids come to school and they try hard. You know, you got the no pass, no play. I think that really does play in well with some of our athletes to make sure that academics is is a big piece of what they do. Uh, coming out of COVID, it was really tough not having the students in the stands. Uh, we're taking a big approach this year of bringing back culture and, and climate. 
Uh, we've already engaged with some of our alumni from years past, uh, both faculty and uh, graduates, and we've asked them what are some of the things that they want to see? What are, what are some of the things that have gone by the wayside? Uh, so we're bringing back the Jack Pack. All right. That is, uh, I was actually hoping that you would say that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, in fact, I've actually got a meeting here in 13 minutes. I don't think I'm gonna make it. Uh, sorry guys, I'll be there as soon as I can. Uh, but we're, we're re-engaging with what we wanna do and that's across the board. Uh, not just at, at Friday Night Lights and football. Uh, of course, we got some Thursday night games too this year. But yeah. we're, we're looking to stretch this into volleyball. We got a volleyball game tonight yep. uh, and mm -hmm. hoping to see a large group of students come out and support our volleyball teams. And just across the board, we're re-energizing our pep rallies this year. Mm -hmm. uh, we grabbed some students here a couple of weeks ago and really talked to them about what do you want to see? So I'm trying to take this also from a student's perspective of mm -hmm. What do you want whenever it's your time out there in the field to play? Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? What is it? Because we need the students in the in the stands to be cheering us on. Oh yeah. And I heard this over and over and over again from the students. I don't want to hear them being negative to the other team. I want them to call my name. Mm -hmm. I want them to cheer whenever I cross that goal line or whenever I make that amazing spike. You know, that's that's the thing that our student athletes really want to hear right now. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think we're going back to basics, uh, for lack of a better term. We're we're excited, ready to get our our uh, cheering section back in there, and uh, we're just ready to go watch some sports. That's cool. Yeah. Those those basics are usually basic for a reason. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? They're foundational. That's good. I, we it is a big part of campus life. It, athletics is fun, but it encompasses a. It's a lot more than just mm -hmm. the kids that are competing on the field or the court. That's that's neat. That's a good perspective to hear. Yeah, for me, um, just speaking to um, athletics in general and, and students who are involved and who are student athletes, uh, when I think about the real world, um, it's about working with people. It's about being a team player. Uh, it's about working through adversity. And I believe that sports and the scenarios that you're thrown into in sports is about as real world as it gets. Uh, you, you do have referees. <laughs> You yeah. know, police officer, administrators, you name it, yeah. uh, who kind of keep you on track. But uh, our coaches are constantly pouring into our kids and, and building their character. Um, students are in adverse situations, uh, scenario situations where they have to problem solve and think through and not just think about themselves, but think about the team. And so when I think about just overall education and the sports experience and, and what it plays into and how it plays into students' education. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think you get better training uh, for the real world than being involved in sports and being held accountable and um, being in those unique situations and scenarios where you gotta think through it. And um, you're, you're, you're on the spotlight, you're, you're under pressure. And so there's, there's an aspect of meeting the demand and uh, yeah, there's not any better training than that, mm -hmm. really. And now that I have, I didn't write this down, but I just thought of it. So we have, obviously, our AD, assistant AD, we have campus principal. Um, we haven't talked about how Coach Jackson stepped into a different role off the sideline, and Coach Luster is now sure. coaching. Well, we will next week. We will talk with him about <laughs> yeah, it. But before he comes on, um, and while we have you, I'd love to hear y'all's perspective on kind of how that, how that process went. And, you know, how, what are y'all thinking about Coach Luster as the new head coach at, at North Forney? Yeah, uh, first off, let me say I, I thought that was a great answer um, from Mr. Mm -hmm. Jung. I think we, we think the same way, you know, we're, that's what we're about is preparing kids for what's next. I mean, that's the whole point of school, <laughs> you know, is to, it's, it's not, um, although we want them to be in the moment, 
it's not about this moment. It's about all the myriad of scenarios and moments we're preparing them for the rest of their lives. But, um, and, and I will say, uh, actually, they both have a new football coach. That's right. Year. Now, Fleener. Well, yes. Forget about Fleener because he was here for a significant right. part of the spring. Right. But this will be his first season to begin. Uh, you know, this is his first scrimmage as yep. a Jackrabbit, just as it is Coach Luster's as head coach. But mm-hmm. in, in answer to that, Coach um, Jackson is, is transitioning to, toward retirement. He's got some mm-hmm. other things he's involved in. Elite Coaches Mastermind is one of those. We had a podcast episode on it. Um, you know, he's written a couple of books. Uh, I don't know if you – did you know that, Mr. Jones? Do you know Coach Jackson yeah. written a book? Oh, yeah, I know about it. <laughs> I thought he might have mentioned that. I think that's right on both. <laughs> anyway, we uh, – uh, I'll tell you this. I, I think a good way to sum this up is what Coach Sluster told us when he when he sat down with Mr. Jung and myself, Dr. Terry and Mr. Gear, and, and interviewed and, and talked about the position. Um, and that is, I think he sees himself as a servant first. I, I think that is very easy to witness in the job that he does on campus. That he's there trying to serve the other coaches, obviously serving the kids and parents, right, but serving the campus, serving the teachers. You know, he's, he, he said uh, he made this comment um, as we were interviewing. He said the, the answer is always yes. If Mr. Jung needs something to me, if, if a, another coach and if the volleyball coach needs something mm-hmm. to me, I, you know, that was my approach is, is to say yes. And uh, that makes it real obvious that he's got the, the kind of perspective that we mm-hmm. need in a head coach too. I, th- I think I'm excited about um, his tenure and, and what he's got going over there. Great, uh, unbelievable staff. I mean, his whole his staff is, um, that, yep. you know. He, Once he was again, the, a coach that's being promoted from that's true. within yeah. the district, which we've talked about that a bunch of times, how much we like seeing that. And we have, yeah. Our very first podcast episode we mm-hmm. ever did was Coach Holloway and Coach Fleming. Mm-hmm. Um, both of those guys promoted, you know, uh, became, from the middle school level, yeah. from the middle school up through the system that we have to become head coaches. And they've obviously, you know, they're they're really great mm-hmm. for kids. But I think Luster, that's my answer. He's great for kids, and he's okay. got a servant's heart. And um, now don't say got, anymore. Now, don't now say he's got to get much. out. There, now yeah. he's got to get out there and coach up some football, right? That's right. We Absolutely. got two really good football coaches. Well, that's I was excited to see that just from. Yeah. I, haven't, I don't know him super well, but just getting to talk to him here whenever I saw that Coach X was up and down and he got the job, I was yeah. like, oh, that was. To me, it seemed like a no-brainer. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. People will see and Coach Jackson. Coach Jackson's going to be stadium yeah, he's, manager. He's still around. During football season, yeah. he's going to be working at the stadium, helping get stadium stuff done. So um, so that's cool. That's part of his transition to mm-hmm. retirement. He's not quite retired all the way yet. but um, I don't know. think he'll ever be quite retired all the way. <laughs> I'm, probably, I'm sure he won't be. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'll, sure I'll be. give a quick shout-out to Coach Jackson. Um, he he is he's unique. Um, he's, he's definitely got gifts and – uh, he's an entrepreneur. He's a businessman. He's yeah. a writer. He's a little bit of everything, and um, I think where he is at in his stage in life, and you know, we've talked about this, is you know, he's he's ready to just coach coaches and mm-hmm. and, and and make you know the profession a, a, a great experience, a learning experience for for coaches. And so I appreciate his honesty and where he's at. Um, he's he's done phenomenal things for North Forney, and so I'm grateful for him, you know, helping paved the way um and coach luster i'm super excited for him to step in he brings the juice is what i say and yeah. uh, at the kickoff rally um there's no one who pumps you up more than coach luster um he's he's great and i think servant is exactly a spot on um he is he's about as genuine as it gets mm-hmm. and uh, he's good for kids he's good for our, our community and he's gonna he's just gonna step in and do everything that he needs to do to put us in the best spot. So 
I'm excited for him to take over and excited for the football season. I'm so, yes, I am so excited for this football season to see new two new head coaches in the same year is kind of a unique thing and a cool yeah. thing mm-hmm. um, just for Forney and two people that we're just really excited about on an individual basis as well. I mean, uh, we got just from getting to talk to both of those guys on here, um, you just get a really good feeling about each of them in hey, the campus. And, and you right. don't want to leave out the South side. I mean, no. I, I'm, I'm a Forney <laughs> Forney kid myself and yeah. getting to hear Coach Fleener say, you know, I remember the days whenever they locked that gate and they didn't let you out till they were done with you in Forney. Yeah. And I was like, let's yeah. go. Like, that's yeah. awesome. That's what, that's what I want to hear. <laughs> Pumping you up, speaking yeah. your language. Yeah. Fear the well, rabbit. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I have one more kind of fun question to get sure. to before we close out. Do you have anything this is else? A good, I, know, I know what question you're going to ask, yeah. and I'm pretty excited about it, too. I think it's a fun question. I do want to say, though, I, and I, I got to say this about um, Fleener and Luster while we're talking about these two guys. And, and I, you know, I want to give Dr. Campbell an opportunity because um, we've had Coach Fleener on here a couple of times. Yep. We, we're going to have both of them on next week. Um, I'm sure they'll listen to this, and they'll have their opportunity to, you know, uh, pass the buck, say something about their principles. But um, – they're grateful too. I think those both of those guys, you know, if you can't be great, be grateful. I hope they're great. I hope they, you know, they, you know, we, we want them to both have as much success mm-hmm. as possible. It's kind of hard when you're head to head, you know, so yeah. somebody, you're going to play one time and, and it is what it is. Somebody's going to win that game. But, um, they 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 both are definitely people that are that love what they do are grateful for that that's you, you see them smiling all the time um they love being coordinators in addition to being head coaches and working with their staff uh, I, I think that sets up for a really good environment on both of y'all's campuses and and um you know ha- having that from your seat and from their seat um should set us up for a really fun year yeah, I, I agree. Coach Fleener is one of the uh, best coaches I've had the pleasure to work with. Uh, I mean, from the first minute I met him through the interview process and, and then kind of followed his career along, he's been in highly successful programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, just top, top-notch, you know, X's and O's guys. But beyond that, it's just character. Yeah. He's high character, high morale, uh, just – and, and I think you can really tell that by some of the key players he brought in with him as coaches. Mm-hmm. Our two uh, coordinators he brought in, McCollum and Stewart, just dynamic. I mean, they, they are really hit the ground running. They came on board uh, in that last semester, in the spring semester mm-hmm. also, and really gotten ingrained with our kids and our other coaches and, and teaching staff also. And they, they've, our in-service last week, they're sitting right there in the mix of everybody. Yeah. Uh, and, and just right there along with them and showing them how important it is to, yes, athletics takes takes a front seat, absolutely. But everything else that goes on in the building is still a part of my job, too, and they're there and supporting that. Uh, and I've also got to throw a shout-out to uh, one of the coaches that uh, has come along also. It's one of our D-line coaches, uh, Patterson. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to see this guy on the sideline. <laughs> he is that, that guy that's just going to bring the energy he is always hyped up, always he got a high Good stuff. He's, oh, he's great. And he works with our special needs students. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just to see the heart of him working with our kiddos in that environment and, and still transition to the football side too, he's, he's just – He's dynamic, so I, I, I'm gushing a little bit about yeah. Patterson, but he knows I love him. Well, That's good. That's I, great. Don't, I don't know who's playing quarterback for Forney this year, but – it's kind of an interesting spot. They're playing for a head coach that coached Kyler Murray and a principal that was the principal for yeah, that's a good point. Pat Mahomes. That's mm-hmm. that's an interesting pressure, kind of maybe? connection. Yeah. So, yeah, we we can expect big things, I guess. Um, so yeah. we'll move on to kind of our last question <laughs> here. Um, so we we know you love your assistant principals, 
but for this game we're going to pretend they don't exist okay so you have four open spots for assistant principals and you need to fill those positions with somebody from pop culture or history or you know whatever you can pull somebody from a movie or or some story i don't we don't care what it is but tell us who your your four assistant principals are we'll start on the south side this time so uh i'll go with my number one pick uh Definitely got to go with uh, Doc Brown. I'm going to go with the movie theme on this one. Okay. Uh, okay. Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's innovative. <laughs> he's entertaining. Uh, you know, he's he's got that knowledge, and and uh, you know, he he brought along this little young teenager in the yeah. high school and was able to uh, make him uh, very successful. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I think I got to go with Doc Brown. And great for your science good. department. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's straight over the science department. <laughs> uh, yeah, math also. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, teach him the flux capacitor. Yes, it could be quite good. So yeah, so there you go. Doc Brown's my number one pick. Okay. okay. I'll say my four, and I'll pick, I'll say why I picked my four. Okay. okay. So Mike Tomlin. Okay. Um, P.J. Fleck. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Gal Gadot. Okay. Okay, so man. So I'll start. I'll start with Gal Gadot. I mean, Wonder Woman. I mean, <laughs> yeah. She's a superhero, and go. so she's going to be able to do a ton mm-hmm. with what is assigned to her. Right. And so uh, she's about saving the world. And she's going to step up and be a superhero. So, so really, your assistant principal is it's Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. It's, it's I mean, really not Gal Gadot. It's really Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot, right. Wonder Woman. Well, I mean, Wonder look, Woman. she's got some real world experience. I don't know if well, know, she could speak a couple languages. She as can well. speak a couple languages. She was in the Israeli military. <laughs> she's got some. She's got some real world experience yeah. beyond just <laughs> acting too. So, um, and she's got some good. She was about to quit acting whenever they offered her Wonder Woman. So. She's, I think I think it's a good yeah, choice. Resilient. I wouldn't have thought of that. It's good. Superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't go wrong. Okay. Well, I, and I'll throw in the lasso, the truth lasso. Yeah. That, that can definitely help in a high school setting. Get sure the truth out yeah. yeah, she's in charge of discipline yeah, that now. Good. <laughs> that's good. That's good. If we could borrow that sometimes, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, Liam Neeson, safety and security. Yeah. By far. Um, yeah, right. No one's going to get taken at North Point. <laughs> yeah. Um, our, our, our perimeter's secure. And he's pretty much going to tell me what I need to do. Right. I'm just going to let him run the show when it comes to running the building. So. And a former teacher. He taught Batman. He taught Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess he, so. is, he has taught some yeah. of the greats. Yeah. So great partner with our officers. Um, PJ Fleck uh, just read his book, Row the Boat. He, he seems like a motivator, uh, someone who's taken a program and turned it around at Minnesota, I think Western Michigan, yeah. maybe prior to that. And so uh, I love his resilience and. Um, his underdog mentality uh, fits right in at North Forney, and I believe that he is a motivator of people, and so he would be a great fit. And then Mike Tomlin, disciplinarian, mm-hmm. structure, um, and I love that. Yeah. And so coaches, I believe, make good administrators, um, great administrators. Uh, again, running a sports program is running a mini you know, school within the school. And so mm-hmm. you gotta have a coach on your staff. So I got two, got a superhero, and then and a guy who trains superheroes. Bad man. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, so, I, I can't shoot many holes in that. I think that's no, pretty good assistant that's pretty principal good. staff. Dr. Campbell, you have three You have three left. Yeah, uh, you, you took my second pick there. I was going Wonder Woman on that one. Oh. I definitely had that lasso in mind. I thought that would have been good. So I have to borrow that if you don't mind. For sure. Uh, Got to go there. It's uh, She's going to have to pick North Forney or Forney, though. Yeah, and so, the job is offered. Yeah, I'm going to submit the rec for hire now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll just see what happens. Yeah. Well, she is a superhero. She probably can do both. Women can multitask. Yeah, that's oh. true. Yeah. You don't mean to say the two campuses are competitive oh, for staff. No. 
laugh too. Do you would never, <laughs> ever, not at all. Uh, I guess uh, I'd have to go with Elvis. I think that's what. Oh next man, because I need a good fine arts guy. Yeah, yeah. I need somebody that can really, you know, uh, get that uh, get that charged and going, and, and the you know the dance moves. I mean, we got to teach our kids how to dance. Just, <laughs> just jumping around at these uh, proms and, uh, and and homecoming dances just doesn't really work like they should. And uh, Elvis is your pick for that. My grandmother would would uh, disagree with you on that. You know, the, this is something about the hips. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, let's say, I mean, uh, uh, I, I guess I'd have to go with uh, with uh, Peyton Manning. I mean, now that he's moved on, I uh, definitely like that coaching aspect of it. Uh, I've seen the showmanship out of him also since he's left football and mm-hmm. now been in uh, more of the box and commentator and things like that. So definitely got to appreciate him um, and, and what he's done and, and the adversity that he had to go through with his injuries. Yeah. I, I mean, to have a severe neck injury like he did and still show up and win another Super Bowl is, is quite profound for him to work through that and figure out that he still couldn't play like he used to, but he can still contribute. Yeah. And I think that's a huge factor that we need to make sure we teach our kids. No matter what capacity you're in, uh, you can always contribute. You can always be a part of a winning type of culture. Mm-hmm. He seems to be a funny guy, too, a guy that's got a good oh, yeah. sense of humor, right. be fun to be around, fun to have yeah. on staff. You, you know, know what? And Didn't Caleb Haney Caleb, talk about he him? Did, he yeah. did say that um, since you like Peyton, you might want to hear this. He said that as funny as he is and his delivery on on camera and everything, he said he's the exact same. Yeah. Um, you know, just in real life. And um, I, I would have. Peyton just went into the Hall of Fame, and Forney's own Caleb Haney was invited by Peyton Manning to yeah. go up to Canton yeah. and wow. be there uh, at his induction. So that was pretty cool. So Forney had a little connection to For a sure. Hall of Fame inductee mm-hmm. and a good one at that. Um, so uh, we're not going to go all the way into it. I'm going to give you kind of a similar question. You have to name two. Oh, gosh. Two. Um, we're going to pretend that we're expanding. We're not getting rid of Coach O. We're expanding athletics, and you get two more assistant ADs. Who are you going to pick on the spot? Man, I'm completely unprepared for this. I was okay. really enjoying you listening to yours. Uh, there's no qu- – you know I'm going to diplomatically tr- attempt to talk my way around this and out of it. <laughs> no, you the, can't. D- there's no question first pick, Kim Oliphant, all, all the way. Uh, Thanks, Coach. You know, and, um, Superhero. Yeah, that's go. right. That's yeah. exactly right, superhero. Oh, man, it's so different, right? A- assistant AD, you know, very different mm-hmm. from assistant principal. Quit stalling. Um, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This is something I really would have to put some yeah. thought to. Um, I will say this. I'm going to speak philosophically. I would want to try to move somebody up. I mean, I think that that's our goal is to prepare people. So I'm not going to put a finger on any of those staff members yeah. for you, Addison. I'm You're sorry. I'm not going to indulge to you today. Um, but, uh, you know, I could I could really be whatever I'm going to be and say, we've got some superheroes on staff. Yeah. Whatever, we're going to move on. Coach well, Lowe, I'm sorry, here. you're getting nothing here. You're getting nothing here. I literally was we're, just thinking what he said. We're interviewing principals today, hey, not us. Yeah. What are you trying to do, well, Addison? I appreciate we y'all's creativity and actually playing the game, <laughs> yeah. principals. Um, that was really good. It was really good. And, and uh, you guys are – I know we're, t- we're beginning the process of wrapping mm-hmm. this up. Yes, we are. You guys were great guests, but I really think we've got – we have uh, – um, really great atmosphere environment on our campuses and and you know this is the old capturing kids hearts thing that mm-hmm. you you know um no organization can rise past the constraints of its leadership but i i as an athletic director i mean i've been in this district for 20 years you know do, doing this for 25 um it's such an important 
part of the entire educational structure, the high school principal I'm talking about, your position specifically, you know, I'm, I mean, I could make an argument for it's the toughest position in public education, the, the high school principal, and we won't get into all that, but mm-hmm. uh, I respect what you do. I appreciate what you do. I think you are uh, grateful administrators and people, and I think that comes through, you know, but I also think that the success of your campuses has, mm-hmm. has a lot to do with what you guys are doing over there. I know our coaches are doing a great job. I see them do a great job. I, it's nice for me to hear our principals, um, you know, are also seeing evidence of that, and um, hopefully we'll just continue to reap the benefits yes. throughout the year. All of that, the big ball of wax, is speaks to our ultimate job, which is to to um, to teach kids, to educate kids, and it's a great place to do that. Mm-hmm. It's because of the people. So, right, um, and that's that, a that's a good thing for I think the community to know. You and I were talking about this before, you know, off of the microphone, just how difficult the job is, and how how so often you're you're solving problems. But um, I can say to the community, I guess. Principals are not just here to hear complaints. You can tell them when they're doing a good job too. You can tell them when their teachers yeah. are doing a good job. Um, I know that, that we usually do that. We're more likely to write a review if something's bad than we are if something's good. Um, so get out there, tell your principals that they're doing a good job because yeah. we know that we know that y'all are. We know that we, it's it's evident. We see it all the time and, and we hear it from, we have students coming here all the time and and we're often amazed at how mature they are and how respectful they are and, and that we do give a lot of credit to coaches for that but but there's definitely some credit for for y'all too no well I, and i want to add on i really got to appreciate our staff both north 40 i know has high caliber educators and so does 40 high and across 40 isd but we're only as good as the people we surround ourselves with that that's the big thing that we always look for that's that's one of the big metrics we want is we want somebody that that has leadership abilities of course but we also want somebody that cares about kids yeah that's the biggest thing do you care and then if you care we can do a lot with you and it's obvious that we all care about kids we're trying to be great for kids just everyone is totally compelled for sure well we sure thank you guys for coming over and uh being on this we've got First volleyball, I know we don't have, you know, Reed has gone to the great adult beyond where whatever Reed is, Reed, you mm-hmm. know, uh, will be, I assume Addison, you'll be looking for a student, somebody just to come in and, I'm gonna and pick up. I'm going to have to, yeah, because yeah. I, I lost a lot of seniors too. So Got a new crop coming see, in. Yeah, we're going to yeah, see. About to start school in about a week, but we have our first volleyball game tonight. They, they've scrimmaged, and this is an official contest, both home games, Forney yep. and North Forney playing tonight. Um we got football scrimmages coming up. We'll be playing our first games in a couple of weeks. And I guess man, we're off and running. My old uh, high school yeah, fight right. number one. Yeah. There you go. Let's go. Yeah, be a good game. Looking forward to it. Yes. Oh, and hey, we forgot the water question trivia. <gasps> oh, yeah. I got a two-part. Okay. okay. So part, part one of it is uh, what sports did Mr. Jung coach in middle school? Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. And part two is, what instrument did Dr. Campbell play in okay. high school? Wow. So you got to get both? You have to get both uh, to be the winner. To, and they send the, their answer to Addison? Help us with 126podcast at forneyisd.net. That is the word one, the number two, and the word six podcast at forneyisd.net. Send that in. You get cool stuff. Are yep. we eligible to play? No. Unfortunately not. Hey, but we're going to... I we'll hook you up, though. We're still going to hook yes. you up with a free Whataburger. Yes. So, pretty, you know, this we're big time around here. You <laughs> walk around with a free Whataburger coupon when you leave here. You got to come get your cap too. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I've got the two shirts. Cap. I do need the cap. You need mm-hmm. the cap. 
All right, that is all that we have for episode one of season three. Next week, head football coaches, they'll bring a couple of uh, senior student athletes mm-hmm. with them, um, get a little football season preview, talk about uh, you know how it looks from two mm-hmm. new head coaches' yes. perspective. And It'll I, be fun. And I know that in Fournier ISD, we, it's a sibling rivalry. It There's is. nothing you know, animosity there. Um, <laughs> I know that you, being the athletic director, are the most diplomatic person in terms of these two, but I am going to poke it and I'm going to try to stir it a little bit just to hype up the the Forney, North Forney rivalry under these two new coaches a little okay. bit more. All right. um, so I'll let you do all the diplomatic stuff and I'm going to try to get them to get at each other a little bit. <laughs> all right, well, uh, we'll see how much success you have with that. Yes, we'll, we will see. And thank you again, both of you all, for, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. And we will see you next week. Tell people, subscribe, follow. Make sure that you're, you're sharing out the 126 on social media. Follow Forney Athletics. Um, both, both campuses have different pages and things like that on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So make sure you're keeping in touch with everything going on here in Forney ISD. See you all next week.